everyone and welcome back. I am the Bull and this is See the Bull Ski, the podcast where I talk about leadership, followership, resiliency, and wellness. I'm back from my vacation and during my time away, I actually came across today's topic. You know, even though I'm on vacation, still trying to think about what to do. Uh, if you listen to my last session, I shared my thoughts on mentorship and this last week I was asked to talk about mentorship during a staff meeting. Afterwards, one of the folks that was attending came up and asked me how you incorporate mentorship and generate followership. And since that conversation, um, I've had some time to ponder the question even more and found some great info that I wanted to share. So today I'm going to go over followership. So it seems like, you know, wherever we go, especially in the military, we're always talking about leadership, leadership, leadership. And obviously we do need to develop leaders in any organization to get things done, but I don't feel like we talk enough about followership. And this results in a lot of people thinking that followership is just doing what you're told, or if you're a leader, maybe you're thinking followership is just telling people what to do. And the problem with this idea is that it often leads to folks never knowing or understanding what they need to do, why they need to do it, or developing critical thinking skills to anticipate expectations because they're just waiting to be told what to do. Some leaders make this problem worse because they just expect their subordinates to know what to do. And if they don't, they're chastised for it, leading to followers eventually shutting down or even worse, beating themselves up for unrealistic expectations, which ultimately hurts not only the person emotionally and mentally, but also the objective of the organization. The fact is, you know, followership is a crucial part of our development as leaders. You know, it's supposed to help ensure the job gets done while also stimulating growth. That way, when the time comes for us to lead, we better know what to do because it has been role modeled or maybe taught to us. Good leadership starts with good followership and both sides play into each other. Followers need feedback in order to learn and grow, but leaders also need feedback from their followers so that they too can learn and grow. No one is ever done growing as a leader. And the second you think you know everything, you know, you're in that leadership position and you're done growing, you will hurt your team and ultimately your objective. And I say this because leading involves interacting with people. And besides the fact that everyone is an individual with their own drives, motivation, aspirations, ideas, concerns, etc., etc., People also constantly change, or at the very least have the capability to do so, if they're in the right environment. So as a leader, you need to find the balance between remaining consistent, but also open to the changes going on around you and among the people you work with or lead. My advice to do that is to keep learning, especially about the people around you and incorporating that knowledge with your experience to make better decisions in an adaptable fashion. Uh, Let's be real, there's a lot of issues that exist today because we have some leaders or people in positions of authority that haven't changed for years and they rely solely on their rank, their position, or their authority to protect them from bad or outdated decisions that hurt the team that they are responsible for leading and ultimately it hurts the objectives they're charged with achieving. You know, these are often the same people who are poor role models at best and their actions have far-reaching impacts because you have like-minded folks who see that mistreating your people in a certain way can still lead to you getting promoted. Thus, they don't need to change their mindset and it perpetuates a broken mindset. But it also shows good individuals who wanna be good leaders that they're wrong in their approach because the current toxic leadership might be right, otherwise they wouldn't be there. This has happened to me several times when I saw some of the most toxic people getting promoted or mistreating or burning their people out. And I won't lie, it left an impact on me. 
Luckily, I have good mentors and good leaders that have helped me balance and remind me to be the change that I want to see. So going back to followership, let's start with some definitions. Uh, I found an article from the Association of the United States Army written by Lieutenant Colonel Amelia Stanton and Colonel Alicia Mason. Uh, the article was a great read. I absolutely loved it. It's not even that long, but it has some great insights and I wanted to share some of what it says to add some value to some of my earlier comments. So the first thing is it, it defines follower as a person who accepts guidance, command, or leadership to assist in achieving goals and accomplishing tasks. Followership is a reciprocal process of leadership. This term refers to the capacity or willingness to follow within a team or organization. Uh, in the article, uh, Sergeant Major of the Army Michael Grinston talks about leaders and he says, quote, We must understand the people around us. In order to be a better follower, individuals must understand and realize the influence and power of their leaders and managers. Being a better follower means being proactive and knowing how and what leaders and managers need to lead. This means anticipating future organizational needs and ensuring you are supporting leaders and managers' support or information requirements. Being a better follower is also a form of so-called servant leadership." End quote. Long statement, long paragraph. But you notice he doesn't just talk about followership. He talks about leadership. And that's because you can't talk about one without talking about the other. It's a relationship. And I'll, I'll go more into detail. But I just want to point out, like even this sergeant major and even the two individuals, the, the colonel and lieutenant colonel that wrote it, like there's two pieces to it. And what I find so interesting about this is that so many forget that relationship between a leader and a follower isn't just do what I tell you. Yes, there are times when that needs to occur and it may even be appropriate, but that shouldn't be the automatic process for everything. When all you do is, you know, do what I tell you because I'm telling you to do it, it just tells your people that as a leader, you don't care about them beyond what they can do for you. This results in them not feeling valued or appreciated and why should they want to follow you if you don't care? In all honesty, they shouldn't. Like, I'll be honest, when I had leaders like that, that didn't care about me, they just cared about what I could contribute, I did just enough to not get in trouble. And I did my best to wait for them to either retire, PCS, or for me to get lucky enough and, and leave. Nowadays, I'm a bit more vocal, and that's mainly because, like, as I've grown, I've learned to have more confidence in myself, and also I've learned how to appropriately and professionally engage with those I have issues with. Um, it can still be tough, and it's almost never fun. Almost. Lol. Uh, big piece of advice. If you are having issues with folks, particularly in a leadership position, but with anybody really, always remain composed and professional. Don't allow someone else's toxicity or unprofessionalism to compromise your integrity. You're better than that. Also, if you allow yourself to become unprofessional, you automatically lose. No matter how right you may feel, no matter how right you may be, it's that lack of professionalism and it's going to get used against you. I'm just being honest. I hate that it happens that way, but it does. So your best defense is to cultivate your own professionalism to an unquestioning level. Like I've certainly rubbed some folks the wrong way in my career and my only protection quite a few times was that I've remained respectful and professional. I refuse to allow someone to make me compromise myself. And I encourage you to do the same. I know it can be frustrating when you're dealing with like toxic leadership and that's a whole nother topic, but don't compromise your own integrity. Don't let someone else do that to you. Always remain the best version of yourself. Uh, getting back on track. Followership starts with leadership because leaders set the tone. So for the leaders out there, I encourage you to ask yourself, how well do you explain your decisions? your prioritizing processes, your expectations, etc. 
Are you doing it at all? Are you clear in your communication? Are you providing feedback to your people? Are you role modeling the right behaviors? If not, I encourage you to take some time, reflect and see if there's something you are missing. Nobody's perfect, we all make mistakes, but at least be willing to take the time to ask yourself, maybe are you missing something as the leader? Uh, talk with your own supervisor, you know, but also talk with your subordinates. Take the time and let them know that you care about them. If you don't care about your people that you are leading, you are the problem, period, end of story. And I don't want to believe that anybody out there is that way, but the fact is we do have people like that. So take the time to check in on yourself and see if maybe you're missing something. Uh, to my followers out there, which really is all of us, everybody's a follower, but to my followers out there, how well do you understand the decisions or priorities of your leaders? Have you asked for clarification? Have you let your supervisor or leadership know that you want to understand? You know, the, There are a lot of great leaders out there who are more than happy to explain and work with you, but to keep from bombarding you with info you might already have, they often don't over explain unless you give them that feedback. And otherwise, if you don't tell them that you don't know or that you want to know, they don't know that you need it. So, you know, and this is drastically different than the leaders who don't care. Uh, and if you even venture to ask for clarification, you know, they make your life miserable, probably because of their own insecurities as a leader. And they, you know, these are also the ones that try to bully folks into submission. If you have leaders like that, follow your chain, bring it up, you know, remain calm, remain professional, but no one should ever treat a coworker, a subordinate, or a leader with that kind of disrespect. Your rank, position, or authority never gives you the right to treat anyone with that level of disrespect. That is not how you cultivate a healthy relationship, which is what leading and following or leadership and followership really is all about. The relationship between followership and leadership is crucial. It's built on respect, trust, and communication. Good leaders need to develop their followers to do the job the best they can, but also help them grow into leaders. You can do this by developing an appropriate situational awareness of priorities and letting people know that you are there to support their efforts. Again, going back to servant leadership. When you're in a leadership position, you're there to serve your team. You're in that position for a reason, and I've talked about that before. I'm probably gonna talk about it again. Uh, followers, please be hungry to learn. Ask questions, support decisions the best way that you can, and work on preparing yourself when your time comes to lead. Ask for clarifications. If you don't just understand decisions and why things are the way they are, ask and find the leaders that you connect well with that you know have your personality type or you know you have some similarities to that you better understand and work with uh, but always be respectful in leaders when people come to you asking take that as a mentorship moment to share your experience with them to help them grow that way when you leave they're better able to take over for you like that should be our ultimate goal from a leadership perspective you know ultimately Everyone is a follower to somebody else. So we all have a role to play and it does in fact trickle down. Uh, when I was a flight chief, uh, I was one of the people in charge. You know, I'm the flight chief. So in the flight, there's the flight chief, there's the flight commander. And obviously I answer to the flight commander. But even though I was one of the main voices directing the day-to-day -day ops, I still answer to my higher ups. You know, my flight commander, my squadron, my groups, etc., etc. Whenever leadership came by, I knew and I still know that however I interact with them is gonna be witnessed by others. And when you're in a leadership position, it's gonna be witnessed by your team. So I did my best to interact in a way that I would expect my team to interact. In that capacity, when my leadership came by, I was both a follower and a leader. 
I was a follower because I'm supporting and following my leader's guidance while also being respectful and professional. But that was also leading by example to my team. And essentially, basically what I was telling my team is, see how I treat them. That is how I expect you to treat me. And that isn't meant to sound arrogant. It is just that I know that I set the tone at my level through my actions as a follower to my leadership and the people I lead will hopefully see those actions and kind of not maybe copy them, but also emulate those behaviors towards me. In the end, followership is a reciprocal process or what I usually call it is it's a symbiotic relationship. Both sides provide something crucial that the other side needs, but it is still a relationship, albeit a professional one, but it is a relationship and both sides give and take based on needs in the moment. As a leader, you're the one who creates the environment through your actions towards your people to develop them as followers and future leaders while also providing feedback to your followers and they both need that feedback and they deserve that feedback. On the other side, followers are the ones who provide feedback to the leader on what leader leadership needs to know, maybe what leadership's not aware of, how the leadership is performing, and followers ultimately support leaders the best they can. It all goes back to leaders deciding whether or not you want to force obedience to follow or do you want to cultivate a willingness to follow. In my experience, without a doubt, hands down, the ones that can cultivate a willingness to follow always see far better results, not only in themselves, but in others. And at the end of the day, the job gets done safer, faster, and better. The ones that cultivate followership do so by being good role models, by taking time for their people, being clear in their expectations, uh, expectations, I don't even know if that's a word, and providing timely feedback to help their team grow and succeed. Yes, it is a lot easier to just sit back and go, I'm in charge, I have the rank, I have the position, do what I'm telling you to do because I tell you to do it. And again, there are times when it's mission critical and time critical when that's the right way to do it. But if you only do that, then you're gonna burn the bridges in the relationship and your people aren't gonna see you other than just a loud voice that doesn't care about them. Being able to cultivate followership in your environment means that you're taking the time to show that the people matter. And that really is the difference. It's more convenient to use your rank, your position, and your authority to just tell people what to do. It is far more convenient and far faster. The problem is it's a really bad investment with very, very short-term low payouts. Taking time to cultivate your people and to create an environment where feedback is occurring, where communication is open, where you're able to have those conversations and explain decisions and get feedback about the decisions. Because let's be real, sometimes decisions are gonna be made and you know, I'm sure if, if you've listened to this, decisions have been made that absolutely make your work section a nightmare, but leadership doesn't know that. So they think they made a good decision. It's not necessarily that they're bad leaders. They didn't know or were unaware of something because they weren't at the ground level. And when they made the decision, they never got any feedback about how bad it was. So they have no reason to consider that it was a bad decision. 
Again, balanced with that are the toxic leaders that don't want to hear about a bad decision. Their decision was amazing because they made it. And those are toxic leaders. And if you're having those kinds of issues, like I said earlier, go up the chain, bring it up, but always remain professional, always remain respectful. Don't let the negative aspects impact in a negative way your own personal integrity. Be better than that. You are better than that. I know you are. We all are. And it's very tempting because when negativity comes towards us, it's very tempting for us to compromise our professional followership or even our leadership. And we just, we have to remain above that. We have to remain the best followers and the best leaders we can and not compromise that. It's, it's a crucial part because once you get into that hole, it's very hard to get out. But anyway, and going back to followership, I hope I answered the question, you know, how do you cultivate it? You do it through leadership role modeling, setting clear expectations, providing consistent feedback in a timely manner that's actionable, but also leadership, please be open to getting feedback from your people. That way you can learn how to be a better leader and more effectively complete the job, more effectively lead your people and to grow as a person. And again, it's a relationship. We all got to help each other out. That's it for me. Uh, please remember to share this out. Follow me or comment on Twitter at capital C underscore the underscore bull underscore ski. Or maybe leave me a topic, a comment or a topic of would you like me to cover for a future session. Either way, thank you so much for listening. I missed you all and I will check out next time.